1: This is Gilbert Godfrey, and I'm here with my co host Frank Santo Padre. And this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. And we have with us old blue singer from Alabama, uh, black, black, toothless, shoeless. Raybone.
0: When did this I got, turn into the Howard I, Stern I, show I, with I people got, getting
2: their yeah. own musical cues?
0: I got some very bad news yeah. for you. We were out on tour with uh-huh. the Raybone band, and the van was stolen. But oh. that's not the bad news. The bad news is it was full of Gilbert Gottfried merch. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, gone. gone. It's now he gone. can't sell it at the shows <laughs> yeah. at Carolines. He can't sell it in the lobby. It's it was a
1: tragedy. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so let me get this right. He's black. He's blind.
0: And he's shoeless. And Toothless. And
2: Toothless.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, that, that limits it to just a, a handful of really dedicated... Who was that you black should know the blues. actress? That black... Was it Mabel Waters or who? something? Who? Ethel Waters? Uh, Ethel, no, there was a black actress who had her legs removed.
2: Oh, my God. You, <laughs> you mean Mabel King from The might, Wiz?
1: may have been Mabel King. But I'm just I, guessing. I don't I, know. I remember she was going blind, and she had her legs amputated. Well, you pick up the show every week, and 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 I remember her saying the quote from her was, "I'm blessed." And I thought, <laughs> last week you brought us down with Gene Tierney's kid having rubella. rebella,
2: and this week it's a legless actress.
1: I'm, I'm oh, Googling here's something. Singer Lost Legs. It might have been Mabel King. <laughs> I, I have to get some some business out of the way. Go ahead. I was looking at my Twitter account, and one guy, I forget his name, and so if he's out there listening, he said, if I want some old copies of Monster Times.
2: Oh, he's going to send you. Oh, I saw that tweet.
1: Yeah. He's going to send
2: you the Monster so Times. So I
1: don't know your name or anything. Maybe you could send them to um, Nutmeg.
2: Sure, make Frank take your mail.
1: Yeah, (laughs) in care
2: of me. Okay, you want old copies of the Monster Times from the 70s.
1: Yes, and if anyone's got those craft, pat craft.
2: The chick chick
1: tracks? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, those are everywhere. You'll You'll be inundated, you'll be sorry. Yeah,
1: so those and Monster Times... I guess send, to, uh, send it to, <laughs> to Nutmeg.
3: <laughs> also, if anybody wants to send $20 bills, because I'm a collector, Yeah. anyone that wants to send those to me. Send Vergarosa.
1: Soupy Sales got fired
3: for that, didn't he? Send go, for, yeah. Go, no, in, he your,
0: just go, got go in your father's wallet and get the...
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's 2018. Nothing matters anymore. We could just do this. <laughs> true. Yeah. Soup, true. Soupy
1: Sales, you know, yeah. He asked for kids to take that green paper. Right. <laughs> I, and he goes, and you send that to me, and you know what I'll send back to you? A postcard from Puerto Rico.
2: <laughs> <laughs> soupy got in a little hot water. Yeah. Soupy,
1: soupy will be m-
0: mentioned in a forthcoming episode yes. that we've
2: already taped. Yes, any Soupy reference. <laughs> I just want to say uh, two th- two things quick in-, in housekeeping. Thanks again to Steve Hanna, the artist who always does wonderful photoshops. Oh, yeah. Of uh he's did one of us for the Christmas story. He did that wonderful Thanksgiving Day table, the, the Norman yes. Rockwell spoof for the zombies for Halloween. He has one on Twitter now, Willie and Gilly, with our guest Willie Tyler. Look at the way he turns you into a puppet. Yeah. With a fave and the movable mouth. This
1: yeah. Guy has,
2: this guy has endless ability. Uh Willie Tyler with a with a Gilbert ventriloquist dummy. Did you see this on Twitter? No, I didn't see it. So thank you, Steve Hanna. Uh you are a brilliant And I wanted to say a farewell, too, to uh, Nick Meglin, uh, the Mad Magazine uh, editor, passed away. Did you know, Nick? I know you you would go up there and steal free Mads. I
1: probably have met him and don't remember the name because I I would go up there a lot.
2: Yeah. Oh, they they talked about it. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me. <laughs> Nick 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 was a, Nick was it mad for decades a 40 something years and he was a, he was a very very important part of the magazine and uh a, a great guy a funny guy uh, meant a lot to a lot of comedy writers meant a lot to comedy and uh passed away suddenly and uh, uh our condolences he he was uh, he was good to me personally as well so the great Nick Meglin look up his look up his work shall we um Shall we pick up where we left off last time? 1968. <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> Lost in the past. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about TV debuts from 1968, and we were stumping ah. you. But in inimitable Gilbert Gottfried fashion, yes. you pulled out of your arse <laughs> Journey to the Unknown. Yes. The show, the, the creepy anthology show with the roller coaster. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, which it was, was a, like nothing short of amazing.
1: Twilight Zone-type show out of England.
2: Yes, indeed. Produced by Norman Lloyd, who is still with us. Oh. It's like 100 and, 102, 103. Wouldn't do this show. <laughs> that's but, but that's we're why a he shout lived out. that long. Yeah. <laughs> we give him a shout-out. Uh, and
1: have, then some guy died recently. Yeah. And the name didn't ring a bell with me, but he was on Benson.
2: Oh, no, Robert Mandan died. Robert from, Mandan. From soap.
1: Yes, yeah. from soap. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, or Mandan. I don't know how he pronounced it. He played the he played uh, the the uh, the cad, the one that was married to Catherine Hellman. Okay. Yeah, and now I'm forgetting his name. One of the Tates, I guess. Yeah, not one of the Campbells. Uh, boy, that was a uh, show ahead of its time. So yeah, yeah. Uh, if you had asked Billy Crystal when you hung out with him to do the podcast, you'd <laughs> <we'd> be <laughs> sitting here talking about soap with him. <laughs> well, why would that happen? <laughs> We're going to try to stump you with some of these shows from 1968 because you actually did better than I expected last time. Two of these shows involve a former podcast guests. How about that? Uh, so we have a theme song queued up for some of them and not for others. Um, but, Frank, I believe you have the first one here. Let's see if Gilbert knows this theme from 1968. <laughs> Our listeners are screaming into their devices.
1: Oh, On, I'm sure. I know it. It's so familiar because it has... There were about 50 shows that had <laughs> practically identical.
2: It's all the same studio musicians. Yes, well, Dave, yes. Dave Bruzen, Billy Goldenberg, yeah. a lot of these guys. What do you think? You, I, get, you guessed name of the game last week. Will you surprise me? Yeah. When I gave you some hints. And, uh... What if I told you yeah. this was an action-adventure series, aired on ABC. It starred um, Malachi Throne. You know that actor? Oh, Malachi Throne. Um, Ed Bins, You like Ed Bins. Ed Binns, yes.
1: Fred Astaire. <laughs>
2: Is this It Takes a, a, a Thief? It Takes a Thief. Yeah. And Robert Wagner. Yeah, it's
1: pretty good. And and in the movie was it Cary Grant? Or? It was it
2: was it was inspired by though not based upon Cary Grant and Hitchcock's To Catch yes. a Thief. Yes. Yes. So there you go, Alexander Mundy.
1: But boy, they all had that. Sounds like I Spy, and a yeah. bunch of other of those shows. Yeah. They all had that. Yeah, I love the sound of it.
2: We have Mike Giacchino coming in, the Oscar-winning composer of The Incredibles, oh, yeah. and, and yeah, Ratatouille, yeah. and other movies, yeah. and he's. We're going to talk about a lot of these guys. We're going to yes. talk about John Williams and uh, and Jerry yes. Goldsmith and Neil Hefty.
1: and and, and how, um, uh, what? Oh, Henry Mancini? and Henry Mancini. Henry Mancini. Henry Mancini. Peter these. Gunn. Crappy
0: sci-fi picture. I mean he's he's got, I think, more Grammys than anybody. He's got fifty or sixty yeah. Grammys. Every time he did a movie, he'd get a Grammy again.
1: And and of course, uh my favorite music is still, and uh Frank, if you're ready. <laughs> the Hello There Song. Oh fuck
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just happens to have it queued up. <laughs> <laughs> it's his ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> should have been Hello a 68
1: beam <laughs> <there. laughs>
0: <laughs> this is one of those one of those moments that I cherish when we can look at each other right in the eye and say on what other podcast are you yes. going to <laughs> no.
3: The kids love Marnie Allen. Yes.
2: There is no podcast in the world, not only not talking about Marty Allen, but it takes a thief. Yes. Right. An Alexander Mundy, uh, created by television writer Roland Kibbe. It he, he featured the aven- adventures of a cat burglar and thief named Alexander Mundy, who steals to finance his life as a playboy and a
0: sophisticate. Did you mention Joseph Cotton? Joseph I did. Cotton. Was also in that. Joseph Cotton that? was in It Takes a Thief. Yeah. In what sense? <laughs> I think. Well, I got. I got a list of cast. Here's a cast no I've kidding. got: Robert Wagner, Alexander <sighs> Monday, Andrew. Malachi Throne. You mentioned. Yeah. Joseph Cotton. Susan. This is. I don't know. Susan St. James as Charlie Brown. Really? <laughs> well, Who did Joseph Cotton play? <laughs> I don't know. Fernando Lamas. Oh, you're you're reading a guest cast. Oh, that
2: must
1: be these one are not regulars. Joseph <laughs> Cotton <laughs> Just reading names of people that
0: run episodes.
1: I, you know, it's Cotton. impressive though. Is
2: jo-
1: jo- there anything
2: jo- more Paul than that? Moment. That
1: was no, that was perfect. <laughs> Joseph Cotton said in an interview when he was old, uh, and why he doesn't work as much now. He says that the only parts he gets offered are old rich guys. Who are impotent and hire a young guy to impregnate their <laughs>
3: wife?
1: God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick of that
2: scenario. <laughs> great, in, great in the abominable Dr. Fives. <laughs> oh, Paul, yeah. Paul personally
3: sick <laughs> of it or just the <laughs> concept?
2: <laughs> okay, here's one that I don't have music for, Gil. But let's see if you can guess this okay. show. It was a live action adventure serial produced by Hanna Barbera. Hanna Ooh. Barbera, not Hannah.
1: Hanna Barbera. Barbera. Filmed
2: in Mexico. Um, I bring it up because it was directed by future podcast guest Richard Donner. It starred Frank Alletter or Alliter, yeah, from It's About Time. He was one of the astronauts. Oh. He was married oh. to Lee Merriweather. It also starred Jan Michael Vincent. Oh and someone named Rockney Tarkington. It was a show called Danger Island. Do you know this show? Wow. No. Yep.
0: Danger Island. All right. You know what this reminds me of, though? Leslie, the professor's daughter, is one of the characters. Remember in in those, like, 1950s... Black and white sci-fi. Oh yeah! Films. There was always the old professor and his daughter. The pretty daughter. The pretty daughter. Always the pretty right, daughter. And yeah. who's interested in the detective who's coming to town? Sure. There's a lot of that. There's
2: a lot of that. Superman did the did a lot of those old professors.
0: Yeah. Who yeah. Were kidnapped.
2: Oh, yeah. kidnapped yeah, yeah. by the syndicate to because they had to reveal the formula. Yeah. Exactly. The Superman exactly. had to. <laughs> professor Pepperwinkle. Oh yeah. Or Periwinkle <laughs> Uh, they, uh, the Sarah uh, is uh, uh, indeed a live action version of the animated Hanna Barberi series uh, Johnny Quest. It was intended as a live action version of Johnny Quest, ah! it depicted the adventures of a trio of explorers in an unnamed tropical island group, uh, with Professor Irwin Hayden, Lincoln Link Simmons, and they were joined on their quest by a sidekick Chongo who speaks only in a series of monkey like chatters and bird calls.
1: And uh, that sounds great. That would have been your yeah. your part.
0: Yes, <laughs> so, another another one that would get a fairly different reception now than it might have gotten. Speaking in Speaking of
2: podcast yes. guests, do yes. you know this show? A Western series from 1968. It uh-huh. lasted one year, and it starred uh, Otis Young, the black actor from The Last Detail. Oh, a movie okay. You like. Okay, and a former podcast guest, actually a future podcast guest, uh, Don Murray, it was wow. called The Outcasts oh geez it was sort of like the defiant ones uh, yeah like a, like a teaming a black guy and a white guy um in the west or i spy in the west
1: now don gordon he he went
2: uh this is don murray don
1: murray I yeah mean, don, oh don murray don murray don we <laughs> didn't have murray. don gordon on <laughs> we, the show we should have <laughs> we should have he's gone yeah <laughs> no we did have don Mur- don murray was great, great on the show. great you didn't know this show the Outcast. I got it. I got it. I got something on this. Oh, he. It. Well, he was talking about that. Yes, he was a bounty I, uh, hunter. I should really pay attention. You to really should. To it's you. about a bounty hunter <laughs> who teams up
2: with a slave, and they have a love hate relationship. The, what do you got, Ray? Uh, well,
0: 2016, there was a campaign to try to get it out on DVD. I don't know whether that was successful, but in, in uh, Berkeley in 2014. Somebody put together a a weekend film festival of Don Murray, who in the '50s was, they say, was as big a star as Paul Newman. I don't know. Well,
2: I don't know about that. He starred
0: alongside the likes of James Cagney, Eva Marie Saint, Henry Fonda, Charles Lawton, James Earl Jones. He wasn't
1: in *Funky Monkey*,
0: was he? No. 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 Yeah, he (laughs) wanted to be.
1: (laughs) He was talking about that because he said. He wanted to make like a statement. Yeah, they gave him
2: a choice. of. They gave Don Murray, and you'll hear this on a future episode. They gave Don Murray a choice of three series, ABC, and he yeah. picked the one. He It was very responsible of him, uh, very kind of him. He wanted uh, uh, black kids to have a, a cowboy hero yeah. on television. And so th- that was the one he wanted to do, socially conscious Don Murray. A good man. Here you go, Gil. This okay. one has music. Mr. Verderosa, and uh, it's a comedy. That's all I'll tell you. It debuted in 1968. See if you can get it.
1: Oh, oh! <laughs> this would have to be Mayberry. Yeah, Mayberry. What? RFD. You got <laughs> it. Because <laughs> I remember that music. They used to use that as interstitial music Yes Very good In the original Andy Griffith show Very good And when the scene would start you know (laughs)
2: Not to be confused with with the serious crime music that they played Barney was on (laughs) (laughs) We don't need an orchestra No Uh, uh yes, it was a spin-off of the Andy Griffith show which uh, when star Andy Griffith decided to leave the series, most of the supporting characters returned for the retitled program. Frances Bavier came back. Oh, wow. before she was eaten by her
1: cats. <laughs> I would assume. Uh, well, uh, to a which we never confirmed. She she was eaten by her neighbor Morris cat. Really, <laughs> yes. That's unfortunate. It was a misunderstanding. Oh, yes. <laughs> was she displeased yes. about this?
2: It start Ken Berry, former podcast guest. Yes, Ken Berry. He was great with us. Francis Bavier. Yes, uh, George Goober Lindsay.
1: Oh, Goober. Yeah, Goober.
2: Yeah. Uber. Theme song composed by Earl Hagen, uh, who and, did a lot of television themes.
1: And I remember for a while when Don Knotts left, they got Jack Burns as the deputy.
2: Yeah, and he was. Uh, and as much yeah. as I love Jack Burns, yeah. it, those were impossible it shoes to fill. Did,
1: d- yeah,
0: it didn't work.
2: Yeah. Warren, yeah. I believe, was his character. This show yeah.
0: lasted until 1971. Now, I'm, I'm not familiar with this, but you guys probably are. The infamous Rural Purge. In 1971, yeah. when, along with the Beverly Hillbillies, Hee Haw, Green Acres. I think Labor Fred Army, Silverman
2: was behind that.
0: And for some reason, the Ed Sullivan Show was listed here. Was Fred Silverman the, the one behind the... Uh, the Arab CBS the- executive Fred Silverman there you go. thought they appealed only to people who lived in rural areas and to older people. Right. So he decided to cancel them, even though they were still hugely...
2: He popular. got rid of all the the sort of the, cor- the, co- the cornpone shows, corn pone the Hillbillies
1: show. and, it, it, and the so Green Acres. It's so funny, though. When I used to watch those shows, I thought I was getting a peek into this middle America, southern, all <laughs> America. Boy from and, Coney Island. Yeah. yeah and, and, you don't know. Don't like, on the lot. Yeah. There'd be Andy Griffith and Hee Haw and Mama's Family. And then you realize it's old Jews. <laughs> 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 I didn't know Andy Griffith was Jewish. Yeah, But, yeah. I mean, it's it's Jews. The people behind them. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'd be, like, typing out a script. Sure. Doing so, stuff that sounded like the way Gentiles would talk. Well, Sheld- <laughs> Sheldon Leonard yeah. was behind the Andy oh, Griffith show. Yes. And
2: a gentleman named Aaron Rubin, who I knew, who also <laughs> did, created did, Gomer Pyle.
0: Did, did this ever make you yearn to go out and explore the heart of the country?
1: Yeah, no. No, I never thought that. But I thought I understood it. Yeah, but then, right. you know, it's just, you know, Jews writing all those shows.
0: I'm still trying to get off of Morris Cants. What is that?
1: Dara just came
3: up with the idea of just whenever Gilbert goes on a, a Jewish Ben, we could just bring up Yiddish Mama.
2: Oh, <laughs> you guess a great right
0: idea. Thank you, Dara. <laughs> La Yiddish <mama. laughs> Is that Victor Moan?
1: <laughs> Hilarious. They have a version. And Sync
2: does a great version of they, this.
1: There's a version of My Yiddish Mama by Tom Jones.
2: Oh my god. He's if not he
1: can, he's not a Jew, but he sang My Yiddish Mama. Find that. He Frank. can find it. Oh, did he find it? Already Thank found it. Much. Well, well, here's a song that I learned from my father. <laughs> His father was Welsh. It's one entitled My Yiddish Mama.
2: <laughs> you should sing Thank it, it to the much. tune of Delilah.
1: My Yiddish Mama. Oh, my God.
2: I miss her more than ever now. That's great.
0: <laughs> Sean, my dear
1: <laughs> I long to kiss her wrinkled brow.
3: <laughs> now, what guest killed this? Do you remember?
1: <laughs> oh, the guy from The Sopranos. Yep. Yeah. And Dominic oh, Billie yeah. Dominic Chianese. Billy Holiday. Sang my Yiddish Mama. Why don't we do a future okay. episode about Yiddish <laughs> Dara Gilbert
2: has a Patreon request. He would like an episode about Yiddish Mama.
1: I think the Times Square tube may have recorded it. By the, by the way, someone told me that Georgie Jessel was a lech. You know about this? This wouldn't surprise me. You might want to do a least. little. You might
2: want to do a bit of research, or we'll put yeah. Raybone on the job. But I have some information. Once I
0: find the van, I can get back to Some it.
2: information has come to light <laughs> yes, oh, that it Georgie did. Jessel might not have survived the Me Too era. Yeah. This doesn't surprise me in the least. All right. See if you can get this one, Smarty Pants. This is a crime drama that ran on ABC. It debuted in 1968, and it ran all the way to 1973. Our fans will get it instantly.
1: Oh, fuck. the big show. I know this wasn't a superhero. Was no, it? no. Is killing it was me.
2: produced by Danny Thomas and Eric Spelling. <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there.
1: Was it the glass coffee table? Yes, that's yes.
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fascinating about that theme? Also composed by Earl Hagen, who composed Ooh, the, the Mayberry with, RFD with all theme. all the same
0: musicians on Completely, the completely the a world thing. apart from the Mayberry yeah. RFD I know theme. it was put out by Windex.
2: There's a Quincy Jones connection because his ex-wife was in it.
1: That that. Peggy oh, Lipton. the Mon Squad! Very good. Oh my God! And was it Tyga Andrews? Tyga Andrews. Yeah.
2: Very good. Look at you, Michael Cole, Peggy Lipton, and Clarence Williams III. What's
1: Peggy Lipton
2: doing now? Well,
0: she we know what she was doing, about... Singing the national anthem well, she cock several, several, Why cockfights. You know, she, uh, <laughs> she was in Twin Peaks. She was in Twin she Peaks. Was? She, was in, yeah, she was? She was also she in the, was the recent one, the, 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 re- the reboot. Re- re-
2: oh, reboot. She was Norma, okay. Norma, the yeah. diner, the double R diner. I was
3: waiting for Paul to talk about her tea business. Yes.
1: And what about, was it Dennis Cole? or Michael Cole. Michael Cole.
2: Yeah, Michael Cole. Dennis Cole was a different guy. Dennis Cole was in the, something else. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Cole What's
1: Michael Cole doing now? Uh I don't I we we could find him. It's like whenever someone hasn't been around for a while, you know they've done a law and order.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Didn't you do Law and Order? I twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> that says it. Now What is <laughs> the question? What why do you got did, on the mod squad? Why did
0: these mod cool mod people decide to go after crooks? And... They were
1: hip kids. Yeah, they and were and they were like criminals god. themselves. Pete stole a
0: car. Yeah, they were. G- Link was they arrested during the Watts
1: riots. <laughs>
0: and Julie ran away from her San Francisco prostitute mother. Oh my that god, that might have been a better show. Actually, that yeah. yeah. she that's
2: stayed with. Him. By the way, <laughs> Clarence Williams III also showed up on Twin Peaks. That's right, as, a, as an FBI yeah, that's agent, right. that's one right. of Dale right. Cooper's yeah. bosses. That's right.
1: We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. After this.
2: Here you go, Gilly. Uh, This one co-starred two people you're fond of. Okay. And a former podcast guest. Okay. Podcast guests are everywhere. (laughs) I do not have music for this because the the name of the show is In the Theme Song and you would get it. But it was a sitcom. It aired on CBS from September 68 to January of 1970. And this came from Talent Associates, the, the, the company that made Get Smart. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, well, you know, you'll get it. It starred, uh, Bob Denver, Herb Edelman, and our friend Joyce Van Patten.
1: Oh, was it? Was, they was, ran a diner.
2: It's called The Good uh, Guys. Yeah.
1: Do you know, I yeah. was just about to say, is the word guys in it? You got it. I didn't remember good guys, but I remembered Guys popped into my mind. B- Bob Denver was Rufus
2: Butterworth, the driver of a customized <laughs> 1924 Lincoln Turn taxi. Rufus Butterworth. And Herb Edelman was Bert Grammus or Grammus.
0: There was a guest star who played a health inspector. Do we know who that was? Ooh. Hmm.
2: Was Vincent, it somebody who's been on the show? Vincent Price. Vincent
1: Price. Oh, great.
2: Very <laughs> good. See, now those two. There you go. Okay. Vincent Price and Bob Denver.
1: Oh. Those two, uh, Denver and Edelman, would have been like ideal podcast I know, guests.
2: I know. The closest we could get was Don Wells and yes. Joyce Van Patten. Yes. But um, they added Alan Hale Jr. to the cast, uh, I believe, in the second season when the ratings were skidding. Somebody at the network or one of the showrunners said, well, we'll just put the skipper and Gilligan together again, and that'll be that'll be ratings gold. Uh yep, the good girl, the good I, I, the good I remember the
1: good when they reteamed um uh uh Larry uh Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner for an episode of TJ Hooker. Oh yeah. Where they're both cops. Yeah,
2: I remember that. That was a big thing, taking people who were yes. stars and reteaming them under other and, under other circumstances.
1: And it never quite worked most of the time. It was a disappointment.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Shatner and Adam West. I maybe I dreamt this. Maybe our listeners will know. In <laughs> an, an Alexander the Great movie for TV, does that mean, oh, does that ring any
0: bells?
1: No, they sound I, like that. I could have dreamt it. to see the two of them you know, You'd the other,
2: put Shatner in a period piece, wouldn't you? Oh no, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: But I remember. I mean, the T.J. Hooker one was kind of fun to see them both together. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy and him.
2: Yeah. Speaking of T.J. Hooker, we should get James Darren in here.
1: Wow. Yeah. I met him at some event. You met him at Chiller. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a handsome guy.
2: Yes, he is, and he was one of those Philly uh, teen idols. Okay, so here's our last one, Verderoso. Last song, last theme song, and the last one that is going to stump Gil. Um, I like to stump you again. I have okay. stumped you. I have stumped you once before when Richard Kine was okay. here on this theme. It uh, this was on ABC. Uh, released through 20th Century Fox Television. It lasted 51 episodes, but it made its debut in 1968, September, to be exact. Frank? One of your favorite composers. Oh.
1: That would be Neil Hefty? Nope. No. Listen to those horns. ah uh. This wouldn't be Time Tunnel. No, you're
2: close, because it's the same creator. Oh. Erwin Allen.
1: Ah! The composer is John Williams. Oh, my God! Ooh.
2: It's a show I loved as a kid.
1: Wasn't Journey, uh, A Million Miles Under the Sea or any, of? It's clear in the
2: ballpark. Land of the Giants. Oh, okay. An hour long sci fi series lasted two seasons, created and produced by Irwin Allen.
1: And I think at one point I even had a Land of the Giants Aurora model. You did? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it but you didn't a- set fire to it like Kirk Hammond. No, did. <laughs> it was a big snake. And, like, the little characters around it. Starred Gary Conway, who's still with us. We okay. should find some of
2: these people. Don Matheson, the late Kurt Kasnar. Don Marshall and Deanna Lund, who was easy on the eyes. And Heather Young. Uh, the great John Williams composed that uh,
0: score, as he did for Lost in Space. I think he was smart to get away from horns and move to strings. Yeah. I love that I, one, I did yeah. some
3: research. Uh, and uh, Paul uh, John Williams
0: uh, did Star Wars. Um, he's mocking you, Paul.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: what he, he's Paul. you chain. What he doesn't he, know is John Williams was a member of our first band. Really? Yeah, and that's not well known, and uh, but uh, that's where he learned. Uh, <laughs> oh, the first he, what was the, the first, name? Of,
2: what was the name of that blues it band? It was called
0: the Raybone First Band. The,
2: Ray Bones, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Raybone, the Electric
0: Raybone. Electric Raybone. Experience. For you allow a
1: white man, and
0: <laughs> was
1: very progressive.
0: We we went strictly on musical ability. <laughs> yeah. You
2: Erwin know? Ir- Allen would have been an ideal guest for this oh show. Boy, to tell you, God. not all, not only the the Time Tunnel and Lost in Space and Voyage to the All
0: those of the disaster, sea. Movies. but all those
2: disaster movies, he would have been a, a dream guest for us.
0: I got a couple of good tidbits on Land of the Giants. Quick, because we got to go home. <clears throat> they spent and they set a new record for expense: two hundred fifty thousand dollars per episode. Yeah, because they had all those. Yeah, you know, yeah, and they had all kinds props. of guest stars were people that were in Star Trek and Twilight Zone. I'm just going to read you quickly a list of sure. names and see who you know. Was Jack, Joseph Cotton in it? Joseph, <laughs> no, he was in the other one. He's tied <laughs> oh, up. Sorry. <laughs> Jack Albertson, Ah, Chris oh. Alcade, Michael Ansara. Oh, we
2: love Michael Ansara. He's married Carradine, to Barbara Eaton.
0: John Carradine. Did we have a Carradine? Yeah, John yeah. Carradine. Yvonne Craig, Charles Drake, Alan Hale Jr.
2: Again with Alan yep. Hale
0: Jr. Jonathan Harris, David Opatoshu, Sure. Larry Pennell and Warren Stevens.
1: Oh, somebody sent me. Because I knew, like, you know, uh, Martin Sheen and Jack Albertson, they were in... Um, the incident? Uh, uh, no, no. They they were in, um, uh, the subject. Oh, the subject was, was roses. roses. Yeah, and then later on they reteamed for Bracken's World. Very good. And the episode was called uh, "My Father Never Spanked Me." Very good. And so one of our listeners sent me a copy of this TV show. I think it was called Insights. Basically, taught you about God. And it starred uh, like an old Jewish man who's given up on life, Jack Albertson, and God in a white suit, Martin Sheen. I used to confuse Jack Albertson
2: with Arthur O'Connell.
1: Oh, absolutely. And
2: they're both in the Poseidon Adventure, speaking I, of her, Well,
1: I always confused Arthur O'Connell <laughs> with Frank Ferguson.
2: Interesting. I always confused Gene Stapleton and Roscoe Lee Brown. <laughs>
0: Why? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Must be time to go. Must well, be I, time to go. Paul, I, is there always, anything you've confused? No, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not confused. I just don't know much. He's the sharpest one in the room.
1: I always confuse Charlize Theron yeah. and Lionel Atwell
0: Jr. Right, and, and Rodney Allen Rippey. Yes. <laughs> All
2: right, guys. More fun I could not have.
1: Uh, this take a, has take been, us out, Gil. This has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. This you're hearing the Raybone Band. The things
2: right? I should be thankful for, I've had a goodly share. And as I sit in the
1: comfort of a cozy chair, my fancy takes me to a humble east side tenement.
0: Three flights in the rear to wear.
2: My childhood days were spent It wasn't much like paradise But amid the dirt and all There sat the
1: sweetest angel One
2: that I fondly call My Is that Marlena Dietrich?
1: I need Sophie Tucker.
2: Sophie Tucker, of course. Sophie Tucker. I was. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to kiss that wrinkled brow. i